Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 20, and this episode is going to be kind of a follow-up to an episode that we did before, the same style. It's going to be a Q&A um, that Jacqueline, uh, with Jacqueline's questions that she gets asked most about after she decided to start her journey. Um, I think starting your journey and making that choice to start was like a, like a tipping point in your life, looking back at it now. So I think that these questions, I think, um, will be helpful and uh, someone getting started or choosing to get started as, as to how you made that choice and some kind of things around that. Yeah, so there's a lot that go into like my whole journey and who I am as a person. And I think we touched on it when we did that episode where I did a Q&A of my top most asked questions leading up to the decision to start losing over 300 pounds. Um, and so to kind of go off that, like Kevin said, I thought it would be really helpful to do like my top asked questions once I did begin weighing 500 pounds needing to lose over 300 pounds and kind of the most asked questions about starting a journey when there's still long road ahead of you and kind of what kept me motivated what kept me going what was hard what were some of the easier things and just kind of how it was to actually begin a journey at that level right um, I think too, like like you said, there's so much that goes into that choice and that decision. Like I'm actually going to do this, um, and I think these questions will hopefully answer some of those questions for our right. listeners out there. So let's jump right in. And uh, the first question is like, how did you pick your plan, and like what plan did you use? Right. So I know we talked about this and finding the right pr- plan or program for you, um, but just for me specifically, I joined Jenny Craig. Um, And the reason I came to that decision is because I had tried it a while ago um, and I had success on it. And at that point when I was over 500 pounds, I was really struggling, really in a dark place and just needed help. I went back to a program or a plan that I knew A, worked, B, I was comfortable with, but C, it was going to be easy. And for me, I needed something that was going to make it easy because it was already a big challenge for me to decide to start losing weight on top of having such a big journey ahead of me. And if I felt overwhelmed or it was too hard, I knew in myself like all diets before because I had tried everything that it wasn't going to work because I wasn't going to stick to it. So ultimately I came to that decision because it felt like that was the best decision for me because it felt like I was going to be able to stick with it and stay with it which is I think the number one thing when you're looking at what should I do is not just picking a diet where you see, oh, this person lost weight really quickly. That's what I'm going to do and jump on that bandwagon of maybe a fad, a trend, um, a program that you think, you know, all these people had great success. Let me just jump on that. But actually think about what's going to work for me. What's going to work into your lifestyle? What can you see yourself sticking to long term? Because that's where the success is going to come. It doesn't really matter what plan or program or quote unquote diet you choose, it ultimately comes down to what is going to work for you with your lifestyle and what are you going to be able to maintain so you can keep moving forward 
And I think for me, that's what I felt at that time was Jenny Craig because it was easy. And I thought that that's what I needed at that moment. Right. And too, I think like you had said, uh, uh, kind of with this is it's picking what plan is right for you because a lot of these plans have great marketing. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. And so they market to people who are desperate to lose weight and will do anything to lose the weight and take their money and there's very little results or there's some uh, results initially that don't last. Right. So I think it's important to pick something that you know you can see yourself doing for like a long time. Right. And going off that, I think that's such a great point. All of these programs or products or plans are all marketing towards making money. Like they want your money. They want to sell weight loss, this program, this diet, this pill, this shake, whatever it is. And for me, at least that marketing worked because I was so desperate. I so desperately wanted to lose weight. And so if there was a company that said, take this pill, you can eat whatever else you want to eat and you'll lose weight. I was so desperate and hungry for that and for that result that I was feeding into that and wanting that so badly. So really make sure I think you find something that's going to work for you, but also do your research on the company, on the product, on whatever you're going to be investing in because you're investing in you. This is you. This is your health. This is your overall well-being. This is for you and weight loss should always be for you. Um, And so I definitely think when it comes to picking, it's doing your research, but doing what works for you and knowing that any program or plan is going to try to sell you great results or use, for an example, I have companies I've never even heard of using my before and after pictures, trying to sell a product that you'll get great results. So there's always a flip side. There always might be something that's not true because they're so desperate to sell their product. And I think that's what you really have to look into. Is this healthy for me? Is this going to make me happy? Is this sustainable? And is this right for me? Right. And right along with that, though, I think no matter what those programs are, you can achieve a success with them. It's is are you in the right place to use that program? Mm -hmm. And is that program right for you for the long term? And I think once you have those two things, no matter what choice you make is not going to be the wrong choice. And if right. it is, you you get into it, you realize, okay, this isn't sustainable. There's nothing to say you can't change. Right. But I think it, there's a big key there of if you're in the right mindset and you're ready to do weight loss and have success. For the right reasons. It's going to happen. Right. Exactly. And I think that's what is so important to remember is if you're in the right space, you're doing this for the right reasons and you're doing it for you, not for someone else, not for X, Y, and Z reasons you're doing it because this is the best decision for you you really can't go wrong as long as you keep doing your best keep moving forward and keep listening to yourself and what's best for you so i'm not sitting here trying to sell jenny craig and being like you should go on jenny craig promise like there's no affiliation with them at at all but just being truthful with this is what i chose because at that moment that's what i thought was best for me so to answer that question no exactly um so let's move on to question number two. And it's how did you feel and how much were you losing in those first few weeks once you had started your journey? So once I started my journey and I did that initial weigh-in, so at Jenny Craig, I did my weigh-in. They saw what weight I was at. Um, that was probably one of the hardest moments ever, minus getting stuck in the turnstile and actually having my moment to change. This was probably one of the second hardest moments of my life was standing on a scale and seeing that it said 510.2 pounds. Um, and what I kind of had to do was be like, you know what? I am not happy with where I'm at. I'm not happy with that number. And I think there was a switch, a mental switch in me, which kind of became worse over time. But in the moment, it was a big positive 
where it's like, I'm not going to let this number define me. I'm not going to let myself be this 500 pound girl. This is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And so it automatically made that positive switch of being excited to join this program, excited to start losing weight and excited to see where my future was going to take me because I was making this giant step and leap of believing in myself and doing what was best for me. And so I think that initial step right when I started, I started off on a positive note because I knew I was never going to see that number again. Right. And so it put me in this great mind space of everyone has a starting point. Everyone starts somewhere. This is my starting point. And as much as I wish I would have corrected this or fixed this issue sooner or that it wasn't 500 pounds, this is what my reality is. This is my starting point, And it's only going to get better from here. No pun intended, but it's only going to go down from here. Um, and so starting off, I had this mindset of every day it's going to be better. Every day it's going to get a little easier. Every day I keep going, I'm going to feel stronger. I'm going to feel better. It's going to become easier. Um, and initially in the beginning, I think my first weigh in, I lost nine pounds and after a week. So I was already almost out of the 500 to begin with. And that was just a big boost of confidence where I was like, this is where I started at 510 pounds, but that doesn't mean I have to stay there or that doesn't mean that's where I'm going to end up. And I think in the beginning, having those weight losses, although weren't sustainable to keep losing that much in the beginning, because my body was so overweight and not proportioned at all to my little five foot two frame, the body was really coming off weight was really coming off very quickly well, in the I think beginning. too initially when you change your diet as dramatically as you did you're going to drop quickly especially right. when you are that far overweight right and i think it was initially it's supposed to be one to two pounds a week on this program but from where i was starting at it was it was nine pounds the first week and then i think it was like seven six five for the first few months and then it went down to down like to the one or less two pounds than a week. that um but i would say right in the beginning but I feel like as much as I don't like now focusing on the weight or the number or how much you're losing, even though I'm on a weight loss journey right now, I think for me in that moment, it gave me the confidence in myself that I can do this. So seeing those big drops and the numbers change and the weight loss coming off pretty quickly, I think it gave me that confidence to be like, I actually can do this. Um, and no matter what anyone else says, if you're doing weight loss for you because it's right for you, you should feel proud of yourself. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. You shouldn't try to hide that you're losing weight, you know. And for me, it was the first time I started feeling proud of myself. It was the first time I actually felt confident in myself. And so I think starting off, I felt really good. And not so much just because of the scale, but because I knew I was doing something to better myself and my health. And that felt good. And that pushed me to want to keep going forward. Exactly. I mean, that's... And we all have to, I think, find little things that are going to help us. Right. And I think, too, seeing that success only makes you want more of it. It makes you crave more of it to continue on on that path and that journey that you were doing to get that success. Right. I definitely will say now looking back and for anyone who might be starting this journey is yes, it's okay to be proud of yourself, but just be aware of your thoughts, your feelings towards weight loss, towards the number, towards seeing the scale move and that you focus on like your mental health from the very beginning and not just get so focused on how much you're losing or if it feels too slow, if it's not going fast enough, 
really be in tune with like your mental health and how you're feeling through this whole process. And yes, like I was extremely proud of myself every time I saw that scale go down. We also have to be proud of ourselves when that number starts going, like Kevin said, to one to two pounds lost, or maybe you don't lose that week or it goes up a little bit for whatever reason. We have to start learning to love ourselves even when the scale doesn't go down. Um, I think it's something to address and point here too that I think looking back, I wish I could tell myself a little bit is, you know, yes, be proud of yourself because you are doing a great job and use that as motivation to want to keep going, but don't just get stuck on that. Right, exactly. Um, well, let's follow, let's move that right into this next question. Um, and there's a part A and a part B to this and it's what's the hardest part or challenge, most challenging part like initially of starting your journey and part two of that would be what are the easiest parts for you and that what you loved and you found that you were liking? Um, so let's just jump into like the easiest because I kind of already touched on it a little bit. I think what I loved or what was kind of easy was the weight was just coming off. Like on it, like to be completely honest, when I was 500 pounds, even in like two or three weeks when I got into the 400 pound range, my body was drastically getting rid of weight and that felt good. Like, Well, I think too that's a product of you before starting your journey eating literally whatever whenever mm -hmm. and no portion control no limits there was literally anything was fair game um to going to jenny craig where it is pretty strict portion control mm -hmm. um and eliminating a lot of like those liquid calories from from soda or soda juice or juice, that kind of exactly. stuff um so i think when someone makes that drastic of a change and you are that far overweight you're going to see results kind of quickly. Right. So I think like I had mentioned, it's important to be mindful that it's not going to continue like this. But I think also for me, it was exactly what I needed to be able to have the confidence in myself to keep going. Because when I looked back at my journey, losing over 300 pounds in that moment, I was like, there's no way I can do this. This isn't going to happen. But when you started seeing that weight loss and you started seeing the program working, you staying, you know, doing the program, trusting it, trusting yourself to keep going. Um, I think that was a huge positive thing of this whole journey and me starting was actually finally, finally learning to trust myself, believe in myself and know that I can do this. Like that was the start of that path to I can literally do anything if I set my mind to it. Right. So I think that was one of the number one things that I enjoyed right when I started was actually, obviously, yes, the weight coming off quickly, but it was the start of me feeling good about myself and feeling confident and feeling strong. Um, I think that was the part I loved most. Well, that spark was lit it. inside you at that point. Before, right. you didn't have much confidence. You didn't have... Right. I started with, yes, my goal is to lose over 300 pounds and I'm going to do it. But in the back of my head, I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? Right. Can I do this? Am I going to be able to do this? And so I think as I, I started going and the weight started coming off, that confidence came and like that spark came back inside me. And people started right away noticing a difference, like not weight loss wise, but just my whole attitude, my mood, my... The way I carried myself was just different. And I think that's one of the number one things about the journey that I loved was just finding myself, my confidence, my voice, my strength again. Right. Um, and then going on the... The hardest part the of The hardest challenges. part of starting the journey is I think not allowing myself to focus on how far I still had to go. Um, it was definitely more of a mental struggle, still is. Um, but I think 
trying to wish you were farther along or not feeling like a six pound weight loss was good enough um, because it was not 300 pound weight loss. Like, yes, six pounds is great or two pounds or one pound is great, but I still have 299 to go. And I think that was like the hardest part of my journey was looking too far ahead at where I hope to be. And it was discouraging me in the moment from where I was. Well, I think that's a big key that after, especially once you had started the gym, you learn to look at things in kind of like a day-by-day basis or a moment-by-moment basis based on whatever it was. Like, am I making improvements today compared to yesterday? Mm -hmm. And am I making improvements this workout compared to last workout? Mm -hmm. Or this set of reps compared to that set of reps? And I think that could be something that you could apply to other places besides just in the gym. That could definitely apply to your eating. That can apply to your sleeping. That can apply to your your amount mental health. Your amount of water. Yeah. There's so many places that you can apply that that aspect of, uh, am I improving what I was doing today compared to yesterday or this moment compared to that moment? Like right. that's a that's a an easy thing to help you overcome that looking too far ahead. Right. So I think in the beginning that was really one of my downfalls and my struggles because. Obviously, mentally, where I am right now is so much different than like where I was back then. Um, But where I was then, it was very focused on looking ahead and not that day by day or what was changing day by day. And I think that's what made it really hard. And so this time around with like trying to lose weight, I'm really focusing on one day at a time and not the big picture as much as this is how much weight I want to lose or this is where I want to be. But literally taking it one day at a time and then how do I feel today compared to yesterday? Um, But initially in the beginning, that was one of my biggest struggles was having that mentality of, yes, this is good, but it's not good enough, which was a big downfall for me that I really struggled with. Um, The other one was just physically moving, like any sort of movement at all. Um, was one of the hardest part of starting as well. Because if you think about going from never moving at all to then trying to do a little bit more than you were doing, that little bit more is a lot. And my body to carry that much weight, like everything hurt. And so I think that was one of the hardest parts too is you feel like, yeah, I want to go for a walk, but physically I can't quite do it yet. Or it hurts when I do it. Or I can only do it for this amount of time and not being discouraged by that. I think all of those things played a part into what the hardest parts of that struggle or that journey of starting was for me. Well, I think too, just listening to you share this now is it sounds like the the hardest part was kind of like that mental aspect mm-hmm. of overcoming and not thinking about, oh, I wish I could be here. Or, oh, I have mm-hmm. so far left to go or so much left to do. It's it's that mental struggle of of overcoming those those mm-hmm. mental hurdles and really not wishing your life away essentially and enjoying and living your life still and living in the moment while still working on your goals and working on moving forward in the future but not forgetting to live in the present moment and to enjoy the day and i think that was one of my biggest struggles back then because it was so calculated i remember even talking to kevin if i can lose six pounds a week for a month, where am I going to be? And if I can lose one pound a week for four months, a year, where am I going to be? It was so calculated in how much I wanted to lose weight and how long it was going to take me and because I wanted to get there so bad that a lot of the times when I started, I forgot to enjoy the day, enjoy the moment and still live my life without being consumed by weight loss. 
um, and not being consumed by the number on the scale. Again, going back to the scale, something I still struggle with, but it's true. It's not an easy thing to overcome. Um, and so I think looking back at that, that was definitely something like Kevin had mentioned is just the mental struggles that were going on. And that's why I'll say it five million times. If I have to make your mental health a priority, if you're beginning a weight loss journey, if you're beginning a transformation, make sure you have your mental health aligned and you're making that a priority, like a hundred percent this journey and my journey was more mental than physical, like a thousand percent. Um, and so I definitely wish I would have talked to someone in the beginning when starting my journey, because I think it would have made a huge difference in now where I am today, but also to remind myself to enjoy my life in that moment. So mental health is definitely something I'll keep saying it, repeating myself, even if I sound like a broken record, but it's just something I'm so passionate about because it's definitely the mental struggles were the hardest part in the beginning and still even now. Right. Right. So let's move on to question. The next question, number four, um, your thoughts and feelings about the scale and weigh-ins, especially when you were starting your journey. Yeah. So I think we touched on this a little bit, um, but I was a wreck when I would do my weigh-ins. I did not want to see the number. I did not want to be associated with the number and it was such bad anxiety. I remember driving to the Jenny Craig Center and parking that I would say a little prayer every time before going in, like, please have me lose weight this week. Please have the number be down. Um, and it was so much that it it kind of, before I stood on the scale, I was like sweating. Like I was so nervous. Um and I think that's hard because when your main goal is just to lose weight, that scale essentially is something that tells you if you're doing it or not. Like whether you want it to or not, whether, you know, there's other ways to measure or not. I was going to say that's one way to measure if, right, if you're losing weight or right. not. Right. And I think when you're in that moment and you're having a scale tell you what your number is and it's defined, it's giving you this number and... I think that's really hard and it's something I'm still struggling with. But I remember in the beginning, it was so hard for me because it's like I wanted to stand on the scale the first time, have it be 500 pounds. And then the next time I wanted it to be 199. Like it was like that patience, that mental thing, but it still gave me that struggle. And then even if I stood on the scale and it said I was down six pounds, I was like, okay, but it's not 300 pounds. So that anxiety with the scale, I think, started right away. And even if I was having good, quote unquote, good weigh-ins and the number was going down, it still brought me so much anxiety. Um, and I think that's hard. It's hard for me to still talk about and admit and share and go back to that place because at times I was in a really negative place. And if the scale didn't do what I wanted it to do or didn't go down as much as I wanted it to, I remember I would hysterically start crying. Like I would be so mad at myself and... It was a real struggle for me. And so I think initially the scale brought me a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and it caused me a lot of anxiety. And again, going back to mental health, I never spoke to anyone about that or got the help to kind of try to overcome that. And I think it just put a lot of pressure on me to continue losing weight at that speed. And if it wasn't at that rate or that speed, I felt like I was failing and I allowed that number to define me in the beginning, which because I didn't address any of that only continued to lead me further along in my journey 
with the struggles and the challenges and everything that was going on. Right. And I think as you continued on your journey, I think that scale anxiety and that scale relationship only got worse the more you, as time went on. I think um, looking back, I think it would be easy for you to say, I wish I was uh, kind of combating and battling that and uh, working on fixing that earlier and sooner so that it didn't become such Mm -hmm. an issue. Right. Because definitely leaving Jenny Craig Center and crying is not healthy like that's not a healthy relationship and something i wish i would have fixed or worked on sooner but also just having my mood depend on the scale so much was what was really happening in the beginning um when it had a big drop it felt good and i was proud of myself and happy but then the moment it wasn't that big or maybe it didn't lose i fell completely spiraling downhill and allowed it to affect my mood and so i think that was you know, that relationship with the scale and weigh-ins, like, yes, it was going well, but I also put that added pressure on myself with the scale and with how I allowed that to control my moods and my attitude. Right, but I think, too, it's important, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, too, about using things besides the scale as a way to measure your success. Um, I think it's important to to be able to say inches, measure your inches to say, okay, am I losing weight that way? Are my clothes fitting differently? Um, And I think another way is progress pictures. I think a lot of times you can take a picture and then a month later take a picture at the same pose or the same position and you'll be able to tell instantly right then and there, like, are you making progress without ever looking at any kind of number? So going back to that question of people asking me about weight loss or weigh-ins in the beginning, I was doing it once a week and I was hoping it would get easier But I think unless I got that mental help or that support with it or really told people how I was feeling about it, that it wasn't going to change. And it proves because it's carried over now years later, I'm still having that anxiety. But I think an important thing to mention here with, with the scale is when I was losing weight in the beginning, the people who knew, like my friends and my family, would ask every time about my weight loss, how much I lost. And when I told them, it was a huge celebration. Like people were so happy they made it a big deal, which I think added to my feelings around myself and on the scale. And if I said, oh, I didn't lose that week, it felt like I was letting them down. And so I think going back to that felt like an added pressure to not only my for myself to reach my goals, but I felt like I was letting other people down or they would think that I wasn't doing something right or that I must have messed up or gone off plan or did something wrong. And so that added pressure of people's feelings and thoughts and reactions to how much weight I lost only added to that anxiety and that fear of the scale and putting so much pressure on myself with that number. And I think right there is a very perfect point for me to bring up if you are someone who's supporting someone doing this is not necessarily celebrating those scale victories because yes those should be celebrated but also celebrating the healthy choices that they're making Mm -hmm. along the journey to get them those results whether that's making good portion control choices whether that's no matter what it is going for a walk celebrating all of those little things along the way Mm -hmm. those are the things that you can celebrate without Mm -hmm. making as big of a deal about that scale Because like you've mentioned, I think that can contribute to some scale anxiety. And I think as hard as it is having that 
communication or that talk with, you know, friends and family or people you are on this journey with or who are supporting you. And if it's something that you really feel like you need support from them or a different kind of support, you need to share that with them because they're not mind readers. They're not knowing, you know, how much their actions are affecting you. And it wasn't until recently I really sat down with even my family and was like, this isn't helpful. Um, I need you to support me in other ways. And it slowly started changing. But we have to sometimes have those hard conversations because like Kevin said, if not, in my case, it just added to that anxiety with the scale and with the number and putting that pressure on me and feeling like I'm a failure when I wasn't losing weight because it wasn't only that pressure on myself, but I wanted others to feel proud of me too and started feeling dependent on how they felt about me and wanting them to feel happy with me and it just put that added pressure. So definitely that's an important thing to know is let others know how they can support you. Be vocal about it. Be vocal about what works, what's not working. Um, and just remind yourself this is your journey and you need to do what's best for you. And the people who are around you who support you and love you, who are there for you, you know, want what's best for you too. And so sometimes having those hard conversations as much as we don't like them, because trust me, I hate them. Um, they're sometimes needed in order to continue moving forward on your journey in a positive way. Exactly. So with that, let's move on to number five is, uh, what kind of workouts were you doing? Um, and were you working out? So I think this is probably my number one asked question is how I got started with fitness. Um, honestly, I was very self-conscious. I'm a very more reserved person. Um, I don't like the attention on me. So joining a gym was out of the question. Um, I, for me, was not at a place where I could barely even walk. And I was like, I'm not doing the gym. I'm not joining classes. I'm not doing anything because I was so self-conscious of my body and of my size and of my weight. Um, but it was always something I wanted to do. So it was always something in the back of my mind that I knew eventually I wanted to do. Um, so to help me reach that goal... I started walking. I did what I could. I started where I could. And literally every day after work, I came home and I went walking. Um, my house is like on a corner. And so I went from that corner to the end, like stop sign, stop sign, one block. And that's it. Went into my house, was sweating profusely, was out of breath. And that's what I did. And I eventually went to from a two minute walk to a five minute walk to a six minute walk to going down two blocks to going down to the park near my house and walking around the track, to coming home, um, going to empty parking lots. I remember making Kevin drive to empty parking lots and I would just walk a few laps in circles just to change scenery. Um, and it was really where I didn't want anyone to see me. And, you know, it makes me kind of sad now saying it out loud, but it's exactly what I did. And I was just more aware of just getting myself moving a little bit more. And at work, uh, not sitting all day, but getting up and taking a few extra steps, even if it was in a circle or around the little track at the school I was working at, just to get a little bit more movement in was really all I did at the very beginning. No, I think that, that that's exactly it. I think the key to when you're starting out is doing more than what you were doing before. Right. Um, and with you, that was just getting up and moving. Before, you were super sedentary. You sat on the couch. You sat in bed. You mm -hmm. There was not a whole lot of movement there. And so by moving more, you were having more success than you were previously. Right. 
And I think where it kind of was hard for me is I, when it comes to like fitness, is I was trying to compare myself to everyone else. And that got me very discouraged because I thought, what good is a five minute walk? Like, what is that? That's not going to help anything, but it's all I could do. And so once I started focusing on myself and forgot what anyone else thought, no matter if anyone else thought it was hard or not, I should be doing more. It's really focusing on you and what you can do and where you're at. And naturally, fitness is going to become easier the stronger you become. Um, And so it's really all about starting where you are with what you can do and trying to do a little bit more than you did yesterday. And a five minute walk might not seem like a lot, but to me, it was everything. And it gave me the confidence and the motivation to then do six minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, circle around empty parking lots. Um, But it just got me moving, which was the most important thing. Right. And with that, I think I'd like to ask like a bonus question here. Um, If you could go back and tell yourself um, something that you know now where you are, when you were just getting ready to start this journey, what would that be? (sighs) Like, would that be something that you would change that you would do differently? Uh, Would that be a piece of advice that you would give yourself? Like, what would that be? I think I would tell myself, stop living for tomorrow and live for right now. Live in the moment, enjoy this moment, enjoy this journey. Um, Knowing, telling myself that you're going to be able to do this. You have to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, take the risks, make mistakes. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to mess up, slip up, cry, bleed, scream. But you're going to do this. You're stronger than you realize. You're tougher than you realize. And you just have to learn to enjoy the day and enjoy the moment and to love yourself every step of the way and not wait for weight loss to happen to love yourself, not wait until you lose weight to be proud of yourself, but be proud of yourself for doing it. And looking back now, that 500 pound girl who was so shy, so self-conscious, never wanted attention on her, never wanted anyone to look at her, who hated herself, hated her body, wished more than anything she would be anyone different, completely changed her life around because she loved herself, because she wanted what's best for herself, because she never gave up on herself. And I think I would tell her, you're so much stronger, braver, smarter than you think or that you give yourself credit for. And you deserve to love yourself right now at whatever weight you're at, because you are meant to do amazing things. You just have to believe in yourself. No, I think that's a perfect way to wrap this up is saying that believe in yourself and you can do mm-hmm. whatever it is that you put your mind to mm-hmm, exactly no i think with that we'd like to say thank you for listening and uh if you could help us out by rating reviewing subscribing wherever it is that you listen to podcasts that would greatly help us out and remember it's, it's never, never too late, late to, to fly. fly thank you guys bye